Control-Alt-Delete with Mitch Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 97.7. At 7.09. Good morning, Mitch. Hey, Terry. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, Halloween was good in your neighborhood, I understand. We did okay. It was definitely significantly quieter than it is any other year, but we're on a street with a lot of families, and I think we made it clear that We'll give out stuff. We had out decorations. We could see throughout the day people driving by. I think they, I think people scope it out. I think families yeah, go on right. rides. Yeah, I agree. Scope out where they can get the most bang for their buck. Um, but it was great. You know, it was a bit, bit cold, but awesome and good to be out. And it, as awkward as it might have been with candy shoots or we used a shovel to yeah. hand kids <laughs> goodies, it felt a bit normal, which was yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad for the kids that got out. I'm glad for people uh, that uh, safely participated, and I'm glad for the folks uh, who are having Kit Kats for breakfast. It, and it did seem really respectful. I got to give it to the community. People kept their distance. They went with their families. It didn't look that there's too much, you know, friends hanging out and doing all that yeah. stuff. So yeah. I, I was really impressed. Good. And is it Kit Kat for breakfast this morning? A Kit Kat coffee, Chris. But, I mean, I think that's you know, it's coffee <laughs> okay. in the morning. That's good. That's Excellent. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's it's back to normal today, what is now the new normal, and that's being on Zoom meetings all day. And you have some suggestions for folks who are on Zoom meetings all day. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about this nonstop. It feels like for months because it has been months, probably yeah. eight of them yeah, or nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I've noticed, and again, this is just me, I had to transition a lot of my keynote speaking to virtual, is that the camera that you have on your computer, probably on your laptop or even your iPad, is probably not that great of a webcam. And one of the best solutions out there has been the Logitech Brio Ultra HD. Don't panic, we're gonna have links uh, everywhere. If you go to sixpixels.com or show them, we have it all up there. And it's an amazing high-definition 4K, I mean, a really good and simple camera. You put it on top of your laptop, you can almost cover where your camera is, it clips on, and you plug it into USB, and it's fantastic. And I've been using it, very professional YouTubers and people who stream use it and love it. But what happened uh, in the course of the past couple weeks, for me at least, is I've been getting more and more into this and I want to make my presentations more dynamic. So I wanted to add in a second camera, like a different angle, which I can do. So I had bought a second one of these, which by the way, they're not easy to get. So it's 250 and they're also not easy to get. I've noticed some of the stores have it for pickup, so you got to really sniff around for it. But what came out is uh, I bought it and I had it in my cupboard and I was going to set it up. And then this company called Elgato, uh, which is worth talking about too, came out with an app called the Epoch Cam, E-P-O-C Cam Pro. Now, this is an app that you download onto your smartphone. So it could be an iPhone or your Android device. And what it does is it turns your phone camera into a webcam. And at first I was really skeptical about what would the quality be like, how would it be, and it is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, miles and miles ahead of what you're gonna get out of your webcam. So all you really need is you know, an iPhone holder or like a mini phone tripod or even a selfie stick that stands, and you can turn your phone into an incredible 
webcam. And when I say incredible, again, we'll leave the, the notes. I, I put up a demo that I did on YouTube comparing the two so you can sort of decide what you want. But it really has been fascinating for me to see, I'd say in the past two years, that because of people streaming content, you know, Twitch and video games, and then YouTubers obviously getting more and more professional, that the caliber of this broadcast quality, whether it's hardware or software, that's now being very highly commercialized for everybody and, and pretty reasonably priced, I, I think. I mean, I don't think any of these prices are all that absurd, do you? No, I, I don't, especially, you know, if you're using them for business like you do. Uh, I don't think that uh, it's uh, crazy. You're, you're, you're saying that you're using, um, I'm curious, you're using two cameras, uh, different angles. Are, are you switching that while you're, you know, are you going from one camera to another while you're, you're broadcasting uh, whatever it is you're doing, Mitch? I am. So when you go to this YouTube video of me yeah. comparing those two cameras, you'll see me switching from one to another and then even doing split screen. So now while that's happening... So yeah, excuse excuse happened. me for interrupting, but so while yeah. while you're giving a presentation, you're you're also really, for lack of a better description, directing your own shoot. It's it's an incredible thing even for me to see. There's the yeah. software called Ecam Live that allows me to not only do that, but I can have a, a shot of just me, yeah. a shot of just my slides, a shot of me with my slides over my shoulders if I was like a news broadcaster. Right. I can have it with just my slides and me in like a little different shape that I can move around. And so normally in Zoom, when you share your screen, what normally happens is the full screen becomes your slide and you're like a little stamp size in the corner. When I do it, it's me choosing and, and doing the switching. So mm. you're right. I'm essentially the performer on stage as well as the entire AV team behind me. But again, this technology is so easy and simple to use that it's seamless. You almost can't tell if you weren't looking for it. Um, okay. Uh, all of uh, Again, this will all be up at showm.com and uh, uh, Mitch's uh, website uh, that he mentions, uh, Six Pixels. Um, you'll uh, you'll be able to get the uh, links to the YouTube demonstration on that. Speaking of uh, YouTube, this is an interesting thing you found about employees trapped on cruise ships. Tell me about this, Mitch. I was I was floating through. I mean, I, we talk about my viewing habits, which are that when the kids go to bed, I usually hop into my own bed, fire up YouTube, and I have subscribed to a bunch of channels, and I just sort them by the most recent oldest. So I can see which channels have published just content today. Right. One of them that I subscribe to is, is Vice. And I don't normally click on this stuff. It's sort of newsy and not just not for me. But they had this video that posted on Halloween called Quarantine Alone for 52 Days at Sea. And I thought, well, what is this? And I, I thought it would be a little documentary. It's about 10 minutes long about uh, some of the passengers that got stuck on these cruise ships or just how the cruise ships were somewhat stranded and they weren't sure where to dock and they weren't sure how to repatriate the passengers. Well, it turns out that this is a fascinating 10 minutes about the staff that works on the ship and how stuck they were and how once the passengers were repatriated, some of them kept being told you're going to be here for another week. And they wow. had to quarantine on the ship. I don't mean wandering around the ship. I mean, in those little cabins that they get, if you can even call them that. And it's, a bizarre video to watch, one, because it's a story we haven't told, which makes me love things like YouTube in a time when we're so negative about it. But on the other side, it's bizarre. And then once they are unquarantined, 
you see them walking on these luxurious liners with nobody there, all the furniture removed. It, it really is a stark reminder of the world that we were in in March and April. And to a certain degree, the world we're still stuck in right now. Wow. Um, again, the link will be up at Shom.com. And uh, what's your app of the week, Mitch? I've been pushing these a couple times over the years since we started doing this, Terry. This one's called Rainy Cafe. All it is is a web page. You go to it, and there are two buttons. One is for cafe, which is off or on, or then rain, which is off or on, and you can combine the two. And the idea behind it is actually very scientific, that these types of sounds of cafes or rains is very not only calming, but the noise enhances our creativity. It, oh. That sort of moderate background noise gets us going. When I saw it, I realized I have apps like this, but when I tried it now, it, it put a different timber on things because, as you know, every morning I like to grab a coffee and meet someone and have a talk or conversation, take notes, whatever it might be. I haven't done that in forever. Yeah. And it just, it, I don't know, I was using it and it really made things feel normal and opened up things instead of that worry of like, here I am back at home in my office at my desk again. And it's, it's called rainycafe.com. It's free. It gives you focus. It gives you creativity. But for those who miss the sounds of the cafe or, or mm. working there, it's, uh, it, it was quite transformative for well, me. Okay. Well, that's, that's good advice, especially as we head into November. Uh, all, of, uh, yeah, all of these links will be up at shom.com after uh, 9 o'clock. And they can always visit your website, which is? sixpixels.com. And again, once we post it on iHeartRadio Shom, I usually grab it and post it there with all the links as well. Okay, Mitch, thanks very much. Have a good week. We'll talk next Monday. I can't wait, Terry. Thanks so much. Have a great week. You too. Thanks, Mitch.